<laughs> now, I would normally try and hide my emotions in this situation, but this is the exact sound I made <laughs> when I answered the phone from the... She goes, hi, Harley. It's Nurse Kate here. I went... <laughs> They're just two parents who happen to be dads. One called Harley, the other one is Wads. It's not really Wads, it's Wade. But Wade doesn't rhyme with dads. It's shitting with the door open. <laughs> <laughs> I always enjoy the moments that I have to try and hit <laughs> to get you. We can repeat that. Yeah, well, we're, we're just talking about like um, my wife and I, Claire and I, have just started to go see a personal trainer. Yeah. Because like um, in a few years, like say 15, 20 years, yeah. I want my body to still be able to function. function and it costs you a lot of money. Yes. Like when you're older, yeah. you break a hip, you break a bone, like yeah. maybe you're not quite as uh, mobile or agile yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And you spend a little bit more time and money on it now, and it's going to save you a lot of time and money in the future. And I don't yeah. want to spend the time, like, and it's, you know, like I'm nearly 40. Well, I was just going to say, mean? both of us are kissing the ass of 40 at the moment. <laughs> yeah. And I said, the horse hasn't bolted for us yet, but it's certainly on the run. <laughs> <laughs> and for, for a man especially, you, um, up until the age, look, fact check this if you want. I heard it from somebody, I didn't read it in a medical journal, but I heard that a man produces more and more testosterone every year of his life up until the age of between 28 and 31. Yeah. And at that time, he starts producing less testosterone testosterone than he has in previous okay. years and that's why you get the mid-30 bulge um that's why that's, what happened to me. that's also can be attributed to um the midlife crisis yeah um, male depression all of that and it makes it harder to stay in shape yeah and so you're absolutely right to be doing something about it and i will not be following suit <laughs> <laughs> it can get fucked <laughs> <laughs> He says as he punches a dart in the shed. <laughs> now, it's been a quick turnaround from pods. Normally, like yeah. it's, a, uh, it's a lot longer. But yes. it's, only, it's really, what, four days, five days. Mm. And both of us were a bit nervous about that. We've, we've done it in the past. In fact, we've done two in one day in the past. Yeah, which I did not enjoy. No, I didn't enjoy it either. I have to say. It felt like work. <laughs> and the problem with that is is not a lot happens, and so we're a bit concerned about this one. Yeah, um, yeah. Not, not a lot happening. Well, fucking has there been a busy four days in the parenting life of Harley Breen? Thank God for Leo. <laughs> <laughs> Let me start with the other children, the three Bok Boks. Um, they're, they're in trouble at the moment. Because, as you can see in, in my backyard, I'll, I'll even take a, a photo of it and we'll pop it up. It's a beautiful arrangement. What you're it's a good here. arrangement. Yeah, you can't fantastic. see from here. One of the chickens, whose name is Sirius Martha, <laughs> as you can see, they're not let out at the moment. They're all in quarantine. They're, all, they're being punished because, like a dog, she dug underneath the fence <laughs> to the veggie patch and just made a meal of the place. So that's, that's those children that I'm struggling with. Um, the little child... You should put a photo of that up on the... Yeah. Because yeah, that will. is excellent. Yeah, I'll take a photo it's of it. It's a really good setup. Um, uh, the little one, Walter... Great little man. ...and the love of my life, Hannah, went to uh, the Sunshine Coast for a double one-year-old birthday. Yeah, nice. Um, one on Saturday and one on is Sunday. Is that the first time Hannah's travelled alone with Walter? No, it is not. Oh, yes. Yeah, and, and I feel like every time she does it, 
she feels she wants it to be the last time. <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, so they went up and they had a great time. Uh, she travelled um, to the Sunshine Coast with her mother, so at least yep. she had um, a, a, another set of hands with her on the way. But on the way back, she was on her own. And Leonard and I uh, last night went to pick her up from the airport and uh, I said, should I bother bringing a pram? Because I'll, I'll just walk in and, oh, okay, I'll bring a pram. And then I was just going to wait at baggage yeah. and then I was like, I probably should go right to the to gate. The gate. Yeah. Um, which I don't think I've ever done for anyone ever. <laughs> you know, you just wait in the car. You yeah, wait until they wait, walk out. You wait at the pickup area. Yeah. You zoom around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I actually went right to the gate. I just had a feeling... That maybe <laughs> something, the tum tum. Yeah, it was something up. in the tummy, and then so I sat there at the gate, and Leonard was pretty excited to see uh, both his little brother and uh, his stepmom, and um, a lot of the plane had emptied uh, before that. He, he goes, "Is it the right flight? It's the right flight, mate. They're on. They're they're just coming. It's fine." And as I as, as the plane empties more, um, there was more children, and I was like, yeah. "At least there are other children on yeah. the plane." And then, and they all look. Oh, yay! We're in Melbourne. They sort of look pretty fresh. <laughs> and I was hoping for that uh, for Hannah that it'd been an easy flight, and it uh, certainly uh, had not been. <laughs> it had been a hard time, <laughs> and you could even see it in Walls's eyes. Like he was like, "Yep, yeah, I fucked that plane up good." <laughs> You know, he's just, it's hard for a, an 18 month old. He's, he's just, flying in general is hard for anyone. Yep. Because fuck it. Yeah, and yeah. then he's gone Sunshine Coast, the change of climate. He's gone to two different birthday parties. Yep. He's met a lot he, to take out. And he's met heaps of people that haven't met him yet. So everyone wants to have uh, something to do with him. And you think of that as an adult, um, you meet too many people in a row like I'm done I'm spent and so yeah. he was already um, uh, sort of pushed to the brink and then he was also a bit sick and so the flight apparently uh, wasn't the most enjoyable experience <laughs> for him Hannah and anyone in the vicinity <laughs> a lot of screaming yeah oh he just just a bit of frustration and flailing around I oh, think man. is the, the one where they don't sit still because PJ has always been pretty good she'll sit there um, and like right from when she's a baby, she'll just kind of sit on your lap. She might get a bit wriggly, but nothing too much. But still, I want to climb on top of your head. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she's yeah. like, I'll oh, just like koala hug your face. Like, you know, like an alien. Like, it just, <laughs> just like latch on like a limpet. You're like, what are you doing? Or take off your just fucking idiot. Just sit down. Just sit down. Look at this iPad. And it's like that moment too when, when your child's doing that and a flight attendant will walk past and go, they have to be on your lap. I'm like, yeah, I know that. I Why don't you fucking explain it to this idiot? <laughs> I get it. Do you want us to get off the plane? Please tell us we have to get off the plane. I, this is like, kick us off the plane. <laughs> Please, I don't care if we've been there. <laughs> kick me off the plane. Cocaine, bombs. You don't know what I've got in my bag. Kick me off the plane. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's for no traveling alone with a child is for no one, and sometimes they'll surprise you and just go, yeah. oh, "Well, that was easy. How did that happen?" I've flown with them, but that's both. sometimes, and you know, occasionally, like it's it's great, but generally, it's it can be a bit trying. Yeah, you know, it can be a bit troublesome. So I I was already um, slightly frustrated before they even got off the plane because. Leonard, who is a wonderful human being, love him, great man, exceptional guy. Can't emphasize that enough before we get into this next bit. <laughs> <laughs> really enjoy his existence in the world. This was my problem uh, last night. 
There's more problems. But last night, and, and sort of, because uh, he, he came back on Sunday and, and Hannah wasn't here, and it was, it, it was actually all fine. It's, it's uh, just some levels of um, behaviour slash politeness and the way that he talks to me yep. and other people in his life. Anyway, walking through the airport and he passed this um, shop. It doesn't even matter what it was. He goes, oh, can I have a key ring? I'm like, pardon? He goes, I want, can I buy that key ring? Like, it always amazes me, Mark, that it doesn't matter what shop that we walk into or pass, that there's something in there that you need or want right now. And then that's all I said, and I just kept walking. And then he spoke to me more, and I just went, I just I just didn't answer. And then he goes, why won't you answer me? And I went, I'm deliberately not answering you, because every time you ask me for something, I answer you, but you don't listen. And he goes, yeah, well, if you answered, I would listen. And I went, no. Quite the opposite <laughs> is what I'm trying to say, and so we're in that little me 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 the worst the absolute worst part like I mean, two children like two children yeah yeah and then I'm the child yeah in in because as we talked about last week you get sucked into this shit you get sucked into the fucking insanity ah anyway fine it was fine and then um <coughs> he was uh, he was pretty excited when Walter came off and and it was pretty enjoyable to watch actually yeah. Walter's immediate mood shift it's seeing his older brother and yeah. was giggling and laughing you could see the confusion of people that had just been on the flight with that guy it's like why is that child so happy right now um, and he's giggling and laughing but but Leonard's also just bouncing around the pram as I'm trying to get through the airport foot yeah. traffic to the baggage so that we can get that to get in the car and to get home because it's you know we're already at bedtime and we need to and I just decided to not alter my my line of walking and just kept pushing the pram <laughs> into him. He goes, Dad, you ran right into me. I'm like, it's amazing, isn't it? It's almost as if you were in the way. <laughs> anyway, it was fine. Everyone sort of mainly basically kept a level head. Um, it's tough though, man. Flights can be very stressful. Well, I hadn't and even we- been on one. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even get the joy of going anywhere. You just got the stress of it. <laughs> we get over. He goes to bed. It was good. We we finished a book, um, the hundred and four story treehouse. Oh, I don't know um, that one. It's it's, good. it's the latest in the uh, uh, the eight book series, I think, by. Um, by uh, Terry and Andy. Andy writes it. Terry illustrates it. They started oh, with the thirteen-story treehouse. Yeah, right. So we finished that. That was great. We I think bed. we've read like a couple of their books because they've got like they do other ones apart from that series, don't they? they do like other books. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, books. yeah. Andy writes other books. Then yes, like the other guy illustrates them as well. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably not. Yeah, they're anyway. quite silly and ridiculous, and they're yeah, but they're good. They're very good for yeah, that sort yeah, of yeah, yeah. age bracket. Um, we went to the live event. Oh, it was great. It was we, really good. We took um, PJ to see Emily Brown in the thing. Oh, yes. Maybe, the, yeah. I think the thing was called. It was great. It was excellent. Mm. Like, the effort that they put into, like, these stage shows that they bring over from yeah. the UK and wherever. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. And you wonder, do you have kids? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you want to entertain kids so much? What's wrong with you? Says the guy who wrote a whole show <laughs> to entertain children. Go fuck yourself, Hooth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's a beef on between Wade and Heath Franklin. <laughs> I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into it. 
anyway. All I'm saying is, one person thinks he's Harley's best friend, <laughs> and the other person is Harley's best friend and does a fucking podcast with him. All right? That's all I'm saying. One person is a work colleague. All right? So, uh, we finished the book, and then I was sitting with Hannah and trying to sort of uh, debrief about her trip and um, and all that, and then... It just got into me having a rant about <laughs> Leonard because that day at school, I had had a phone call yesterday in the morning at about 11 o'clock. I'd just sat down to do some work, Yep, which means I'd put on Pineapple Express <laughs> on Netflix. <laughs> Great film. Watch it. Not for the kids. Uh, I was just having a, I was just having a bit of a, a relax, and I, my, the phone rang, and it was a it was a landline number, and I looked at it, and I just went, "This isn't going to be good. I don't know who it's going to be, <laughs> but I know it's not going to be good." And the I answered the phone, Harley Brown speaking, and on the other end, it said, "Hi, Harley, it's Nurse Kate here, <laughs> which is the school nurse." Now. I would normally try and hide my emotions in this situation, but this is the exact sound I made when I answered the phone from the... She goes, hi, Harley. It's Nurse Kate here. I went... "Ah." (laughs) (laughs) That's not... It's not the right response. But it's just been... Look, there's been... a. A, a, few a real moments. run. There's been a real run. There's been a real run lately for for Leonard and, and you know. So she goes, and she's really good. We, we've got a yeah. dialogue with each other that basically. <laughs> I'm not surprised by yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's part of the family now. Well, it's a, it's a it's a really sticky situation, sticky tricky situation because on one hand I've had to say to his teacher uh, throughout the year. If Leonard says he's sick, um, then could you please just believe him? Because I felt like there's some moments when he hasn't been believed. Yeah. It, regardless of if he's telling the truth or not. Yeah. If a child says that they're sick, please, please acknowledge that. Yeah. And then I've also had to say to the nurse, because of a day I was called to come and pick him up by receptionist, because yes. the nurse wasn't there. Yep. Um, can you just use your discretion of whether or not this child? actually needs yeah. to go home. So we already have that dialogue. Yeah. And so she was immediately, she heard my, oh. <laughs> she goes, so Leonard has just um, been in class and he said his eyes got all blurry and um, he felt dizzy. And I was like, did he? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now what his teacher said to him is, you need to go get your eyes checked right now. Now, I'm not going to pass judgment on a teacher and how hard yeah. that job is, but I don't think that is the right response. Not the response he would have gone with. To an eight-year-old. Yeah. Nope, you don't need to get your eyes checked right now. In yep. fact, what you need to do is just read the book. What you're doing is creating avoidance so yep. that you don't have to read the book. Yeah. I knew that that was the case. The nurse knew that that was the case. I was pretty frustrated with it. Leonard got on the phone. She goes, do you want to talk to Leonard? I'm like, sure. <laughs> he gets on the phone. He goes, Dad, my eyes are all blurry. I'm like, are they, mate? Cool. You're not coming home. And then <laughs> he goes... Um, uh, the teacher told me I had to get my eyes checked right now. I'm like, well, that's ridiculous, and no, you don't. So, and then Kate grabbed the phone back and goes, he doesn't need to get his eyes checked. I'm like, yeah, um, listen, obviously call me whenever, but I think we both agree he doesn't need to come home. She's like, absolutely, I'll just keep him here for a moment, um, and we'll just see how the day goes. I'm okay. like, yeah, good. Well, I'm going to see him at 3.30. So, <laughs> that happened, right? And it was it was just... 
look, it's what it is. I'm not. I'm not pointing blame at anybody. Uh, I'm. I'm just being honest about my frustration in that moment because I feel like thirty years ago, when I was his age, it would have been what your eyes are blurry. Oh, it sounds to me like you don't want to read the book. Yes. Yes. And. I think there's like uh, like positives for like that method, but also it's like it says a lot how far we've come, where kids do have like a bit more of a voice. Yes, but I think also if I can do a little bit of like you know on the couch work here, yeah, like on the yeah. uh, <laughs> and then I'll get into the psychology. <laughs> <laughs> Twisties all round. <laughs> Is that because there's been like a real run? If that was like the first time that had happened. Oh, I'd be, no. I'd be like, oh, see, oh, you'd be like, oh, okay, well, let's uh, let's be a bit more sympathy there. Yes, you know what I mean. That's right. But because like this is like a the last like another link in the chain. Yes, you know, like it's a barrel of monkeys. You yes, know what I mean, it's just like one that's a great description <laughs> of my oldest child, like a barrel of monkeys, <laughs> and it points towards the next situation as well. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. <laughs> it's so good. So he gets through the day. He stays at school. Yep. I get there to pick him up. Um, and he is fine. Of course he's fine. There's no problem. All of a sudden, his eyes aren't blurry anymore. And we get home. Um, I had a very irrational response to his lunchbox not being in his bag. I'll admit that. <laughs> I didn't need to crack it like I did. I'm like, this is what I said. I said, Leonard. So he was in his room, and I was in the kitchen, and I'm opening the bag up, and there's no lunchbox. And I just went, oh! <laughs> and I went, Leonard, honestly, mate, you got one job. All you got to do is remember lunchbox in the bag. He's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I then apologised immediately. I'm like, you didn't need to be yelled at about not having your lunchbox in the bag. It's, I was just very frustrated yeah. about your lunchbox not being in the bag because now I've got to try and figure out what to send your lunch in. What are you sending? What did I send? Yeah. Oh, multiple different little uh, Tupperware-style containers. Yeah. You know, it's fine. Yeah. We get to school this morning at <laughs> quarter past eight in the morning <laughs> because it's basketball training. Call this podcast Leonard's shitting on Harley. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> Leonard fucks with dad. <laughs> so we get there at quarter past eight in the morning for basketball training. Something that I have absolutely no interest in, by the way. But it's great that Leonard has an interest. It is. You know it has I mean? been a forced interest and he's now developed yep. the interest. He was not interested in it at the start, but I think it's great. I think team sport is a really good thing for yep. children in their development. I think it's great. Um, he has played a full season and only just scored his first goal on Friday. Oh, he would have been pumped. He was pumped. He was like, oh, what a moment. What a moment, and and, uh, and I'm proud of him. So, uh, we we get there at quarter past eight. We were there actually a couple of minutes early, and the coach wasn't there yet, and um, three of the boys were, one of them including Leonard, and so I was like, I was just standing with them so that there was an adult around. And at one point, Leonard is tackling one of the other kids. <laughs> and I'm like, Leonard, it's not football, mate. It's basketball. Would you cut that out? And then he's just like, just I don't even know how to... He's just bouncing around uh, like a jack-in-a-box. Yeah. And, <clears throat> but buddy, you're going to hurt yourself. Would you stop that? He's sort of going for hoops. And then sort of jumping in this sort of ridiculous way because he's being comical. Yeah. And I'm like, stop it. And as I say stop it, the ball ricochets off the hoop and just directly 
fires into his straight thumb, and it is. He immediately drops to the ground, and I can see it as it immediately caused him pain. Yep, straight away, and I don't know how else to say this, but not one bit of compassion kicked off in my body. <laughs> Biological response is gone. Gone. The evolutionary fucking... <laughs> it wasn't even the slightest bit of care. You're out on your own now, son. I was genuinely fucked off at him. I was so frustrated because as it happened, the coach was there by that stage and the coach was trying to wrangle all the other fucking idiots that are all sort of... <laughs> what, a, what an absolute saint of a man, by the way, to be able shout to do that job. Shout out to all the coaches. Oh, shout out to the coaches. Like who are taking like uh, school kids for any kind of sport. Not shout out paid. to like... Mute- Volunteers, volunteer coaches. Shout out to the volunteers. Shout out to volunteers everywhere. Actually, oh, mate, how do you, you do it? Are you, are you mentally deranged? <laughs> this guy's wonderful. Bloody good on you. He's trying to wrangle the kids. Literally, as this happens, and and I can see that Leonard is hurt, and he's also. I think he could immediately sense that I was frustrated, so wanted to be away from me. But then, yeah. so I held him. Um, to me so that he wouldn't then hurt himself more yeah. by just running crazily into the into the yeah. playground. And then we uh, we sat together, and it, genuinely he was hurt. There was, there was no denying that he was yeah. hurt. Um, and I'm just trying to see what movement he's got in his thumb. He was nursing it. He was, and, and I was like, fucking great. So that's broken. <laughs> cool. Oh, and how convenient for a guy that tries to not read and write all the time that it's your right hand. <laughs> Some might say that you orchestrated that. <laughs> when he started basketball months ago. Yeah. Machiavellian. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so we sit there and I try and get a bit of movement and um, he's really upset and, and he's hurting and, and then or I'm not uh, giving him the, the level of compassion that he probably needed yeah. or certainly desired. And um, I just went, come on. <laughs> so I walked... <laughs> Because I just knew, like it, it was, it was sore enough that somebody needed to see it. Yes. Um, so I just walked past the coach. He goes, "Everything okay?" And I went, "No." <laughs> I didn't even like try that. to hide it. No, I just went, "No." And then he walks over to me and gave me the nicest pat on the back. I nearly cried. I swear to God, I nearly cried. Forget the fucking child with the sore thumb. He pats me on the back and I said, "I've just had enough of kids at the moment." He goes. It'll be all right, mate. <laughs> Grab Leonard's school bag. By this stage, it's only it's only twenty past eight. <laughs> Fucking hell! I had shit to do today. So we go into the 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 um, the office. I fill out a little thing because I'm not allowed to do what I want with my child. I've got to yeah. let them know where my child is. That's right. For fucking some reason. <laughs> anyway, go do that. Uh, we get home. I say to Hannah, um, hey, could you take over for a minute? Because I've just got to go out the back and destroy something. <laughs> <laughs> just feeling a bit I've just got to go scream into the I'm void. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking kick a chicken. Do we, have that, do we have that void pit that I dug out the other day? The one that's bottomless and like the souls of the damned are like floating up from the bottom? I'm just going to scream into that for a while. <laughs> yeah, jump into the fucking <laughs> hole full of damned people. <laughs> right. So I do that and just calm down because it wasn't it wasn't the right uh, and, and sort of even the walk from school to the car. He was like, oh, "Are you angry, Dad?" I said, "Nope, 
Nope. No, no. <laughs> I am not angry. I said I am frustrated. I'm frustrated. Uh, I'm frustrated at the situation, and I'm a bit frustrated at you because I asked you not uh, to be silly. You were silly. Now you're hurt. It's fucking broken my brain. Make a doctor's appointment. We go to the doctor's. The place, everyone at the doctor's now knows me by name. I just walk through the door like, hey, Harley's here. How you going? I'm like, yeah, fucking fun times. I'm fairly sure that I'm... You're going to start getting like your packages delivered yeah. there. <laughs> you know, like, like the post will start dropping them off. any mail here for me? <laughs> I'm actually paying for the extension at the doctor's surgery. So we get there. We, we see this doctor who's a lovely doctor. She's excellent. She's a mother as well of children around the same age so she gets it she gets um she again she knew that it was a bit sore she goes look let's just get an x-ray let's just make sure yeah i'm like yep cool. the right let's call do that. and she goes and i'll book you in for the nurse um in 40 minutes time uh that should give you enough time to go across the road get the x-ray come back and we'll just brace it regardless yeah because it's clearly it's sore so we go over uh we get the x-ray we get the student uh, radiographer, so I was happy about that. Right. Um, cool, as a student that doesn't know what they're doing, that's awesome. <laughs> why don't, why don't uh, I help you be educated with this fucking idiot? Anyway, <laughs> we go, yeah, the x ray, and I'm looking at the x ray, and of course, I've had x rays before, so therefore, I am a radiographer. <laughs> and I'm looking at it, and I can't see anything, yeah, and that doesn't mean there's nothing, but. At, l- at least I knew immediately there's not a serious break. Yeah, because you will be able to see it. You'd be able to see a serious yep. one. We go back across the road. We we go into the nurse, who uh, I know very well now. Um, <laughs> she actually comes to my shows. Hey, Bronwyn. <laughs> um, <laughs> she she, uh, uh, she has a look at the x-rays. Once again, she's a nurse, not a radiologist, yep. who's the person that has to read the whole thing. Um, she goes, it doesn't look like anything to me. Doctor comes in, she has a read, she looks at it goes, look, I'm pretty sure everything's fine, but I'll just call the radiologist. She calls, comes back in. No, fucking nothing. Not even, <laughs> like, not even any swelling in the joints. Cool, cool. <laughs> this stage, it's 11 o'clock. <laughs> His thumb is taped up like he's got a compound fracture. <laughs> I'm just like, right. He goes, what's happening now, Dad? Are we going to the shops? Because he needs new um, shoelaces. We're going to the shops. I'm like... <laughs> can we go back to the airport? I want that key ring I saw the other exactly day. That's exactly what he goes. Can we go and get another... Uh, what does he call them? Um, Beyblades. He goes, can I get a Beyblade and some shoelaces? No. <laughs> you can't. You're going to school. I love it. Nothing really keeps him down for too long. Like, no, no. He's fine now. Anyway. You know what I mean? He bounces Good back. On him. Good he recovery, sir. And he's, he's, he's fine and he's happy. And also, I, as I said to you before we started the podcast, I feel like today I've had an A-grade parenting day and an F-grade parenting <laughs> day. I, did, I, I certainly didn't respond in the way that I know I should have. And I also provided some A-grade care. Yes. And... and um, also said to him, my frustration is not about you. Fuck, it is about him. But my, <laughs> I said to him, my frustration is not about you. It was just a frustrating time in the morning uh, and the situation it was in, I care for you and I love you and I'm sorry that you got hurt. And you do care for him. And love I him. do care As for we him said, and I do the, love him. The last, <laughs> fucking, the, the last episode. <laughs> Why won't somebody help me? <laughs> we love our kids. Oh, absolutely. We love them a lot. But man, they can bust your chops. Man, it's just... You know, and it, and it's why? Why do we have to pretend that they don't? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why what? do we pretend that everything's great yeah. and, and perfect and rosy? And look, by the time I don't think does anybody any favors. 
No, you know what I mean. It, it doesn't, doesn't do like doesn't do like a, <laughs> a new parent like uh, who hasn't had a kid before. Like, oh, we're going to have some kids because everybody tells me how great it is. Yeah, no, no, that is not the case. No, it's not. And it, look, if there are parents out there that have had the easiest, clearest run of parenting. I don't know what you've done. Please stop listening to this podcast. Please don't You're not welcome don't here. Don't ever talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> this is not your team, right? Also, by the time I was Leonard's age, I had had um, some pretty serious injuries myself. I fucking love these stories about Leonard because I am sure Mavis would have like stories oh, about yeah. you and and she had Randall yeah. and Sinclair yeah. and Lois. She yeah. had like the four of you. Well, then she got a bit of a leave pass for the early years with Lois. Lois yeah. didn't do a lot of injuries. But then but, she had the three boys. Oh, mama. <laughs> Man. There's a revolving door at the hospital. But mum took it all in her stride as well. Like, if something like this this morning had happened to me, simply because of the level of injuries that I'd already had by this age, she yeah. would have just been gone, go to school. Yeah. She wouldn't have even walked me. Go. Yeah. Get out. You're, you're fine. Yeah, you'll be all right. Yeah. You'll be all, you'll all right. right. You'll be all right. Dust it off. Dust it off, you big girl's blouse. <laughs> what are you calling me a girl's blouse for? You're emotionally crippling me. <laughs> it's very sexist. <laughs> Against yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. man, that's great. That is an epic story. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Like, you know, like, Leo is the best. Like, I really enjoy when I come yeah. around and Leo's here. We have, yeah. like, good chats, and he comes and shows me his fucking gadgets and doodle yeah. keys that yeah. he's working on. Yeah. And it's always exciting. Yeah. Uh, but man, he loves to fuck shit up. He loves to it's fuck great. shit up. And you know what? I, it's again, I just, I sort of take it all back on myself because, you know, I've got no one else to blame. Um, I, I feel like I, I've got to engage him more yeah. in what interests him. Yes. If only to tire him out. Because he just has so much energy. So much. So much energy. I just didn't even look at him last night while we were waiting for the plane to empty. He was literally running around in circles. <laughs> like a gerbil. It's like he's got like a secret stash of like speed. <laughs> like, it is. Like a crystal man. Just... Like in about two years, you're going to find out he's had like this ice fucking addiction. <laughs> I picked up a school dad. Oh, fucking ants were everywhere. <laughs> Put down the glass barbecue, mate. Trying to get to mouth. Get out of here. Get out of here. That hurt my thumb. Oh, man, that's fantastic. Yeah. Now I myself. Uh, what have you got? <laughs> I wanted to talk about lame shit. <laughs> like, I wanted to talk about, um, do you give Leonard yeah. pocket money? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Claire and I are starting to think about it now. Like, I've got a friend who gives um, his girl, and I think she's like six or something, like um like a dollar or two dollars, whatever it is. It's like a dollar for spending, yep. a dollar for saving, a dollar for donating. Well, that's very good. charity. That's so good. They get like three dollars, maybe it's six dollars, you know, whatever. Like yeah, that. yeah. So How old's this child? Six-ish, okay. I think. So, like, but what age is too young? I mean, like with pocket money, like Claire's been reading like The Barefoot Investor. She was reading it for a oh, yeah. Pineapple Project podcast. She had an interview with that guy. And this guy's like, um, attitude is kids have got to earn their money. Yes, well, my attitude is like that's a very capitalist. Like you're yeah. like a child, you earn yeah. that money. Yeah. Whereas I think in my head, like no, they get like a base level, and that base level is pretty low. Like communism. Like communism, and then but if they want extra money, then they can do extra chores. Okay. You know so what I, mean? I have uh, I have some opinions on this. Yeah. And I also I'm not sure what to do. Like uh, the the. At the moment, we just have coins lying around the house all the time, you know, because you've got kids and yeah. silver coins. And they just pick them up and they throw them around. Like, they have no concept of really of the value of money, yeah. except that they want gold coins because they're shiny. 
Well, now I can't remember where I heard this. Um, it may have even been from a guest that we've had on this podcast. I can't remember, but yeah. I really it really resonated with me, um, and it's what I'm trying to figure out how to do with Leonard. Yeah. So, regardless of how much money you give. Um, let's let's take out the scenario. You just give them pocket money for no reason because okay. I think that's bullshit. All oh, right, I think it's bullshit. I, right. personally, yeah. It's like why you've already you've got a um, a bed, roof over your head, you've got food, your clothes, um, you're cared for, I drive you to places. You've already you've you, got. There's the base level. Yeah, you've got all that, <laughs> right? <laughs> so if you've got to earn on top of that. Then there's, let's break it down to two scenarios. Okay. The first scenario is um, that there's a list of chores you have to do. You tick them off, and here's a set amount of money. Here's like five bucks, whatever, whatever you decide. Yeah. Now, there's that way, or there's another way where you say to the child, Will you place value on each chore. No, where you say, how do you think you could earn some money? Ah. What can you do to earn some money? And the, whoever I heard talking about it said that in the first scenario, you're teaching your child to be a worker, to turn up for wages, oh. to be a stiff. Yeah, right. The second way, you're teaching them to be an entrepreneur. And to be able and, to make their own decisions. And make decisions. their own decisions and make their own money um, by being a small business owner or whatever. I, I love it. Absolutely love it. Oh. So I'm trying to achieve the second way. We've had... Several different conversations with Leonard. However, the first thing still needs to happen. There needs to be a list of chores that you do. And again, I think that goes into the base level. Yeah. You've got a house. You've got a roof over your head. You've got clean clothes. You're cared for. You've got food. And here's the things that you have to do to be a part of this family unit. Okay. And the second is, do you want money? How do you think you can make money? Let's have a chat about like the, some of the chores that aren't being done yeah. or some things that you think you could yeah. do. For instance, he might go, oh, well, I noticed that the, the chicken coop, um, that needs a bit of maintenance. I could go out there and, and um, you know, th- all that soil needs turning over. He could say, I could do that. And I'll go, okay, cool. What do you think that's worth? And then he'll yeah, say, right. you know, it's $5. I'm like, chump. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, for, for instance, on the holidays, um, a couple of school holidays ago, he decided to make um, these little charms and sell them out the front of the house. Excellent. And I was like, great, go for it. He yeah. actually made five bucks. I love it. Yeah. Just scamming everyone. No, that's great. No, I hadn't thought about that one. Like, yeah, where you, like, put it on, like, the child would say, not put it on the child, but you engage with the child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With your kid. <laughs> with the child. <laughs> Don't engage with them. Just tell them what to do. Manipulate them. Yeah, because yeah. It, the, the, the wages thing really resonated with me because, you know, I, I haven't had a turn up for the wages kind of job. In a long time. In a long, long time. Yeah. Um, essentially because I didn't want to work for other people. I, I wanted to... Um, do my own thing and... and um, like that'd be a whole other podcast. Harley, Harley gets a job. <laughs> <laughs> just like complaining about being told what to do. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. Well, a friend of mine, uh, the great Al Pitcher, uh, a comedian mainly based out of Sweden now, um, when uh, I knew Leonard was coming into my life, I said to him, I'm going to have to go and get a job. And he went... <laughs> <laughs> he went, mate, you're unemployable. <laughs> And I went, I can work. And he goes, oh, I've no doubt that you've got a good work ethic. But you've been, at that stage, um, you've been a full-time comedian uh, for almost 10 years. You telling me you can go back and have someone tell you what to do? I'm like, nah, good point. (laughs) Better make this work. Single swim. (laughs) Oh, man. Because we we talk about, like, money a bit 
in the house. We, we just went to like a financial advisor as well yes. as a thing. Like we're trying to get on top of our, our lives. And the other day, Claire said to – no, Penny said to Claire, uh, they're in the car, and Penny's like, um, you're, you're poor, aren't you, mum? You're poor, aren't you, mummy? It's <laughs> like, what do you mean? She's like, you don't have any money, do you, mummy? It's because we talk about how we don't have a lot of – Spending cash. Yes. But, you know, we've got money for bills and groceries. And, yeah. But, like, just general frivolities. Yeah. We don't have, like, a lot of that stuff. Throwing around money. Just, we don't have, like, any yeah. just throwing around money. All my money is thrown around money. <laughs> <laughs> and so we talk about, like, oh, how are we going to get our finances in order? Like, yeah. what are we going to do? Um, and we realize how careful now we have to be, especially around Penny, what you say. Yes. Because we like, <laughs> we had some conversations about other friends, you know, not bitching, but just general. Ah, oh, this is yeah. what's happening in this person's life, yeah. and it's not like you're talking behind someone's back. But if, like Penny said to like you know like, I don't, I'm going to get myself yes, into trouble. You're going to do what you, you're accusing your child of. <laughs> so I'm not going to say any names or any scenarios. I'm not even going to talk. <laughs> what a great podcast. <laughs> Watch what you say around your kids. That's all I'm saying. If I could always listen. It's not talking with the door open. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's just dropping stuff that we've yeah. been saying. We're like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, Because you, you forget they're there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Watch yourselves. That's all yeah. I'm saying. I guess this isn't a conversation starter. It's some advice. Watch yourself. Yeah, watch what you say around them because they will absolutely... And they won't repeat the good things. No. They'll only repeat all the things that you don't want them to say. <laughs> to the person you don't want them to say it to. <laughs> Like, I let them watch, like, a movie the other day. Claire was away. And uh, they wanted to watch Frozen again. I'm like, no, no more Frozen. No more Frozen. And I said to them, no more watching skinny blonde girls. You're going to watch girls of colour or black girls. That's it. <laughs> and then, like, as I said it, like, I just kind of, like, lost it. It made no sense. It makes no sense. Like, why? They're like, why, you fucking weirdo? And then, because my, my point was, like, I didn't want them to... They, Penny especially has this ideal of beauty. Like, this yes. is what I need to look like. I need to be skinny and blonde, and that's it. And, yeah. I want, and I want to show it. Like, no, you can be whatever the fuck you want to be. But you don't have to, like, idealize this many different forms. Yes, of, yes. You know? You should see, you should see um, heroes the, and villains represented by all sorts thank of you very different... Much. That's, um, that's the point. I'm not Genders I'm getting races. there very clunkily, <laughs> yeah. very awkwardly. Yeah. But my point to her was, like, you don't just need to see skinny blonde girls on screen. The, the, the world is full up of billions of different So what did you watch? Um, <laughs> Toy Story. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, fuck. But what are like, we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I have no idea. Fucking... But like, as I said it to it, like, I was like, oh, fuck, I've just said completely the wrong thing yeah. in completely the wrong way. Yeah. You're gonna... But that's a difficult thing, I think, in, in general, is to give... That that whole issue, which is which is really um, on uh, on the front of of, ev- of every discussion, it seems at the moment, is the issue of diversity, and and for myself and yourself, who you know, we we sit at the top of the pyramid in terms of privilege. Yes, um, straight and we're white male. We're very aware of where we are. We're very aware of where we are. But yeah. in, tr- in terms of trying to um, give our children uh, exposure to diversity, it's one thing to be uh, to be aware. And go okay. Well, I'm aware that there needs to be better representation and better diversity um, uh, going around uh, in society. But then I'm like, well, my immediate friend circle, it's pretty fucking white. Well, I think we're 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 a little bit I don't say luckier, but we're a bit different there. Where um, 
some of Penny's like cousins. Yes, are like uh, African Australian. Yes, I guess. Like shout out to Sophie. Hello, hey Sophie. <laughs> um, and uh, like the, the daycare next door. Yes, like you know, it's a bit more diverse. Well, Leonard's school is also quite diverse, and like the primary school we're going to send it to. But but I mean more. The, you know, monkey see, monkey do. Yes, and they, and they in terms of what my boys see in terms of my friend circle. I mean, it's not very big for starters. No. I don't like a lot of people. A lot of people don't like me. So, <laughs> and and I'm I'm really conscious of that too in yeah. terms of socialising. I have to force myself to socialise yeah. so that so that I can teach my sons the importance of friendship. Yeah. Especially when we talk about the tribe and yeah. how we've all stupidly moved ourselves <laughs> away from the Cannot tribe. Cannot emphasise that enough. Oh, fucking stupid! If you're gonna have a kid, you get back near family <laughs> before you do it, right? And so. In terms of well, then there's not you. You don't have your uncles and aunts and grandmas yep. and granddads and um, and cousins nearby. Then friends, yeah, is absolutely where it's at. That's your family now, uh, which is why I'm a lonely bloke in a shed <laughs> <laughs> with no one to talk to. Yeah. Well, if I can come back to like diversity for a second, the like we would read like these fairy tales to yep. Penny because she loves them. She yep. loves those princess stories and like the. She loves like a passive princess story with yep. a princess getting rescued by the prince. And like she wanted to play that for ages and like I've hammered into her. Well, you can, I'll be the prince and you be the princess. That's fine. You rescue me. Yes. You do the rescuing. Yes. But for like a long time. Sometimes a prince needs rescuing. Sometimes <laughs> I need help. <laughs> only what? a shit prince, am I right? <laughs> and that she was only seeing like um, boys and girls. You know what yes. I mean? Like in, in, these, in these relationships. Yes. Like, uh, and so when I'd explained to her. She's like, boys marry girls. I'm like, oh, yeah, boys can marry boys and girls can marry yeah. girls. And she's like, no. And she'd think I'm being funny. Like, she'd, <laughs> she'd think I was like making a joke. <laughs> Don't be silly. Don't be silly. But now, after like, um, you know, like not hammering it into it, but like just chatting, just yeah. constantly. Um, open dialogue. About open it. dialogue and, and, and reinforcing the fact that you know, boys can marry boys and girls can marry girls. She's like, boys can marry boys, can't they, Dad? I'm like, absolutely. Girls can marry girls. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, like, so I think if you just keep. Reinforcing. Well, you just, you, yeah, you've got to have a broad Fuck, range of discussion. We're not experts, are we? We're definitely not Fuck, experts. Fuck, we are just fumbling our way through this conversation. Oh, I'm enjoying it. Bumblefucking. Well, but it's... Oh, speaking of diversity. <laughs> don't mind myself a bit of bumblefucking. What are you doing there? <laughs> I am also enjoying this conversation, but also I'm well aware of how, I guess, limited my vocabulary Oh, sure. Is when I'm like talking about it, like how limited my sentences can be. Like, think of like someone like uh, Nellie Thomas. Yes. You know, if she was here, she'd just like put it very simply. Very succinctly. It'd clearly. be like two sentences. It's yeah. like, oh, you nailed it. Yeah. We've been talking for about five minutes. Hey, we've got to fill fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> we ran out of shit after Leonard didn't have a broken pump. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, there's always going to be more Leonard. <laughs> Wait a minute. My phone's ringing. What's happened? <laughs> oh, the eyes are blurry. But yeah, like it's it's you do have to kind of keep you just kind of got to keep on it, I guess. Well, I I don't I don't I don't because it's very important to me that the girls recognise where one like they sit and like I guess like the social hierarchy yes of of, of the world, but also in that, terms of their privilege, in terms yeah. of their privilege, yeah. but also not to think about it too much. Yes, you that's what, what I, mean? I was going to say. They can't, like, I don't want them to be like agonised. At fucking two and four with like white no. guilt, but they should be aware that it's not all them. 
it's not the all world them. isn't just them and their existence and how they exactly. see the world and exactly. how and, and how they affect the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so I I do it on a case by case basis with with Leonard. I, you know, um, I, I haven't really had to have any discussions with Walter. Um, yeah. <laughs> past, what, what, what are you What are you trying to say? What is that? I don't know what you're saying. Um, but with Leonard, it's, it's just when it comes up. And, and you'll just find these little moments, same sort of thing. Yeah, you know. I think the phrase that the world isn't about them. Yeah, fucking nailed it. Like Good. that is absolutely Edited spot it on. That point. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the point I was trying to get across. Yeah, and not like that they sit in the, like the social hierarchy. Fuck. As I talk, I think. Like yes. actually, no, that's wrong. <laughs> I, I'm, I, you talk, and then later you think. I talk, and then like I start to think, oh, no, that's not right. So as I'm talking, my thought process is evolving, right? So don't fucking hate on me because I'm getting shit wrong at the start, right? I'm always thinking. Always and may we remind everybody we're- that we're not paid to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily. <laughs> fired straight away. <laughs> you know, like I feel like there's this thing in the world right now where if you say something, you've got to be immediately correct and succinct. Yes. You cannot be wrong. And then and you cannot be have an evolving thought process like, oh, this is what I think. Oh, no, actually, it's not. Like, you can just can't, you can't work stuff out. No. You know what I mean? You, there's no time to work shit out in your mind. You have to have it already planned and ready to go straight away. And once you've said it, if you've said the wrong thing, people will crucify you for it. No, yeah. you said that. Yeah, well, fuck, technically I, I was, said it. Yeah, but I was thinking out loud and I was just trying to work out this thought in my head and I'm just going to say a lot of fucking dumb shit, but you've yeah. like latched onto this one thing. So don't latch onto like a one thing that I've said and go, oh, I fucking hate it. Latch onto the thing that you like. Yeah, find <laughs> the thing that Wade has said that you like. <laughs> Focus on that. Latch onto that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We thought the time hit. <laughs> Dad's. 